The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Hi there! So welcome, and I think now we have kicked off unofficially, isn't Memorial Day, the unofficial kickoff of summer, even though summer yes. technically is about three weeks away. We can wear white. Yes. But well, now you can wear white anytime, anyway. Right? But where's my margarita, ladies? That's what I'm talking about for this show today. I know. That's what I needed. I thought that was for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, it's for anytime there is sun and beach and anything else. Mix me a Rita. Is that, that your, your favorite drink, not a pina colada? It'd be a margarita? I would take a margarita over a pina colada, yes. Stacy, Milk. Oh, milk. Really? Milk is my favorite. Milk and vodka? No. I was going to go with a white Russian. I thought thought you might be a white Russian girl. No, no, no. Milk and sun don't mix. (laughs) This is MomCast, by the way. We got completely sidetracked. By booze. But yes. (laughs) I thought she said by boobs. Yeah, well, boobs or booze. Either one of those completely sidetrack people. So, yeah, you take your choice there. Um, but yeah, welcome to you, and um, thank you for listening. We yeah. appreciate that. I mean, you have been with us, and and I hope you'll continue to do so and share. And uh, but yeah, this is I think this is when parenting gets a little crazy. You think, oh yay, it's summer. If you're a kid, if you're the parents, it's like, oh no, it's summer because for a lot of <laughs> yeah. us. Everything changes. Kids are going to be out of school. Your schedule changes. Maybe you need to make different arrangements with the kids if, you know, you've got little ones. And so it does kind of become a busy season, even though it's fun and we have the kids at home more. uh, For those of us that don't get to stay home with them, it can be really kind of crazy. So we hope uh, to help you maneuver through those waters. Yeah. Well, you brought up a good article. You kind of sent it to us about parent burnout. Mm hmm. I can see how that happens because we do, our lives are not our own once we become parents. We live for our kids and we're taking them everywhere. We're doing everything for them, grocery shopping, fixing to everything. It does get a little crazy, but that's our life. You know, we chose that as well. That is true. And a majority of parents say they do. They get burnt out just like the symptoms would be just like for a job. We've all been there, I think, where, you know, it's like, oh. Um, You just don't feel the same about your job or there's just been too much going on. And that can happen with a parent. And I I think that we have to give ourselves a little bit of a break there. I mean, I think we we, do. Yeah. You have to admit it and say, you know what, maybe I just need a little time to myself, whether it's time during a day. Maybe you're able to get away. You know, if you're a couple, it can be the same thing. Sometimes we take parenting so far. We forget about each other as mm-hmm. a couple too mm-hmm. if you're in that situation so well and there's no shame in the game of taking care of yourself no. at all but i think we i think we do that and we had touched on that even a little bit when we were at startup week a couple weeks ago you know that as moms sometimes we feel like oh we can't take the time for ourselves do it and you know claim it is what you got to do i the other that same week i'd had a really long week at the very end we got done early at like two o'clock and my back was killing me from being on a concrete floor and for running around and doing stuff with the kids so you know what i did massage i did 90 minute massage (laughs) 90 yeah i took the 90 stacy i did the hour and a half and wow have you ever had a 90 minute massage never in my life Uh -uh. you need to 
I will, need to. It, it, it can change your <laughs> life, especially I was having so much pain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you just, my, my husband laughed at me and then teased me about it for the next couple of days. Lovingly, though, because he knows you've got to take that time. You have to. Otherwise, you will burn out and the burnout will be hard and fast once you get to that, you know, max point. Um, and you when you're not good to yourself. What, what is it we were saying? You're, you're a crappy mom and a crappy person. Well, it feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah. I think a lot of people take summer vacations to do just that, kind of to mm-hmm. rejuvenate, kind of, you know, give yourself a break and then come back and you're ready to go at it again. My only suggestion, when we go on vacation, what I really like to do is nothing, is lay on the beach, soak up the sun and the sand and just be around family or friends together, but not to have a full agenda every day where we got to go here. We got to do that. We got because then you're going to need a vacation from your vacation. So just if you're taking a vacation, just go out and enjoy and do nothing. Just relax and soak it all up. That's I, my suggestion. I agree with you completely. The article that Stacy had sent us talks about socializing with other adults can be difficult. The days long, <laughs> the routine monotonous, and the job overall relatively thankless. Because you are. You're talking with adults, whether you're working or whether you're staying at home and, and taking kids to and from places. Um, you have to be careful that you're not heading for that complete shutdown. So I like what you're saying about vacation. What you're talking about, Mindy, in terms of the vacation and the vacation you like to take, it's the same thing that... Stacy did on her Memorial Day yeah. weekend. I just did nothing. And, and it we was... are jealous of you. <laughs> it was wonderful. And speaking of burnout, one of the things that happens, one of the reasons we do burn out, I think, is because we have all this pressure on ourselves. Mm-hmm. What we need to look like, how we need to be in our everyday lives, what we need to bake, how we need to have relationships. And that's a great setup for the guests that we have on MomCast today. Well, and it's not just for moms who are striving for perfection. I can't believe how young it starts in our kids, either that body image or self-esteem or something like that. It starts so young, and that's very sad to me. It doesn't have to be that way. What about just being happy with who you are? So today on MomCast, we have a wonderful guest. Her name is Lisa Mosier. She was Miss Ohio USA, Mrs. Ohio International, also Mrs. International. She's, most importantly, A mom of four kids, two boys, two daughters. Her daughters even won titles. One was Miss Ohio International. Another one was Miss Teen Ohio International. But she's written a book, and she really deals with everyone just kind of being happy with who they are. So the title, Miss, M-I-S-S, Conception, is outstanding. Lisa, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. What made Uh, you think of that one? Well, it's kind of funny. Um... I've always had my heart to help women, and I always have. And it's funny, this was a connection to the pageant world, I guess, because everybody always gets infatuated with my titles of, you know, Miss Ohio or Mrs. International, Miss USA, whatever, things like that. And, and I thought, you know, it is, it is such a misconception of what people think um, about me because of that as opposed to what it is. And it just kind of always stuck with me. It was like misconception, you know, it is. And then I just kind of turned it into a title. (laughs) There you go. So is it what we think of beauty queens, Lisa, traditionally? Is that the misconception, who they are, what they stand for? What's the misconception on when they hear your titles and and meet you? What what is the misconception that people are having? Um, Probably when they hear that, number one, they probably think that I'm a typical pageant girl. Um, whatever that is to everybody's in their thoughts, which I am not at all. 
Um, the misconception is that I have it all together, that, you know, just all the different things that I think people place upon the pageant world, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But really, this book is more about kind of the life journey that I've had and the misconceptions in my life that I think we all have, especially as women, and just kind of taking those and taking the lessons that I've learned along the way with helping people and just putting it into a book. And just using that as kind of my, you know, well, the title. I just thought it was fun. I think part of it is, and I'm glad to see some backlash these days, so much focus for women on looks and yes. looking perfect and being thin and you know, walking across the stage, I think that's part of the pageant. I was in a Miss Ohio pageant years ago. Oh, yeah. That Were was, you? That was, I, I followed Halle Berry. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a great yeah, story. Yeah, you were right before me then. Because yes. Halle Berry was right before me. Yeah. I think two years before me. Yeah. Yes, I was oh. the year after. In fact, Halle Berry fixed my hair for me. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> but not good enough, clearly. Um, but anyway. Wow. What right. <laughs> but, but that... That whole, oh, we need to look a certain way, body image, I mean, that is, that's tough to deal with. And kids are facing that. And and I know with my daughter, we talk about that all the time because my daughter, her body type is not the same as mine. And she already starts in, mom, I'm bigger than you. Mom, yeah. how come I can wear the same shirt you're wearing? And and I just try to nip that in the bud, but it's hard. It is. It is. And it's not, and it's just the society that we're in. I mean, you know, especially with social media and all that stuff, that's a whole other you know, topic, but it's just, we are in a society where everything is so visual and in their face. And, you know, society is telling us what we should look like, what we should wear, how we should act, what we should want, all of those things. And, you know... I get it because I have two daughters as well. And Mindy will tell you, my one daughter is, you know, close to six foot tall, tall, you know, and my other daughter's five foot four, very athletic. So we're all built totally different, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just teaching them not to compare themselves to others. But you know what? The thing of it is, is that we can teach that as parents in the home, but it's coming to them from so many different directions. You know, it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the hard part today. It so, is. I just read an article where, Girls as young as seven years old yes, and up feel that it is the most important thing in their mm-hmm. life right now is their appearance, mm-hmm. is how yeah. they look. That is the most important thing in a little seven-year-old's yeah. mind. That it's is sad. stupid. It is sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it is wrong. Sad. And see, and then one of the sections of my book, it's actually uh, misconception number two. It is, the title is, if I looked a certain way, I would be happy. Because we put so much thought into if we... Like you said, it's just like these little girls are getting into their head. They have to be a certain way. And then as we get older, we think, well, we're going to be happy if we get to that. And I think even as women, we think, oh, if I could get to a size four, I'd be happy. Or, you know, we just put so much into that. When you might not look healthy in a size four, depending on how tall you are or your bones and all that good stuff. So what do you want people to get out of your book, Lisa, more than anything? Someone who picks this book up and reads it, what do you want? What's the main message about from it? Gosh, you know what, Mindy, the the message is to just be comfortable in your own skin and to understand that the grass is not always greener in someone else's life, that what we see and what everybody expects from us, and especially as women, you know, we do have to get comfortable in our own skin, and we have to understand that we're going to come up against this stuff. I'm in my 50s, and there are still things that I deal with, as I'm sure all you ladies do. You know, sometimes fear sets in with things, or sometimes, you know, just, just all kinds of things 
And so it's just, it's a book of hope. It's a book of learning um, maybe to think a different way and kind of the steps to take along the way for each misconception that we deal with, you know, in the book. Well, and I don't want you to give away the book either, Lisa, but, (laughs) you know, you talk about the five. So there's this message that we're going to walk away with, but you talk about the five steps to overcome our misconceptions. So, yes, Yes. you can't tell us all five, obviously, but what? give us a tactic, one tactic that you talk about for us to actually be able to overcome and kind of get to the other side, whether it might be our daughter who's 10 or 11 years old um, or us as adults. Boys, too, yeah. though. You and know, boys, there's misconceptions yeah. out there for boys. They have to lift weights. They have to look a certain way. They don't want to yes. feel scrawny. I mean, it's it's yeah. boys, too. Right. So yeah. tactically, what do we do? Give us, like, one idea that comes from the well, book. Well, let's say, let's talk, since we've been talking about weight, and that seems to be a, a really, you know, a big misconception, but it's the second um, section in my book. And so let's, I talk about my own journey, and which is really good for young girls especially, because when I'm talking about my own journey, even through as I was on the Miss USA stage, you know, what people saw and what was really going on on the inside. You know, I had an eating disorder. I was on antidepressants. I was a hot mess um, Mm -hmm. because of trying to fit in my head into what I thought I needed to be. And so, you know, that's in this, it's a story within itself in that section. But what I learned in my lifetime and what I try to teach girls that I work with as far as that specific thing is it's all about how we talk to ourselves. And I try to teach people, you know, we have a tendency, even as young girls, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm fat or, you know, whatever. It's like, would you say that to your best friend? Would you look at your friend that you love and adore? And would you look at them and say some of the things that you're saying to yourself, would you say to someone you love? Then you shouldn't be saying it to yourself. And so I'm trying to uh, to start a different communication with ourselves. And it starts at a young age because really, honestly, it amazes me when I work with young girls how they've really never had any kind of personal development, if you know what I mean, as far as, you know, we all need to be working on personal development as we get older. And and I think it never stops. But I think it needs to start when we're young. I think young girls need to learn how to start talking to themselves. And what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to stop the negative self-talk? So I'm trying to put it in a really easy, simple term that not only a 30-year-old woman can understand, a 40-year-old woman, but also a, you know, a 13-year-old girl. It's the stories we tell ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. And we've got to change that narrative. So is it up to us when we're talking about, you know, younger girls who are going through this Mm -hmm. or younger boys, is it up to us Mm -hmm. as parents and as leaders in their lives to make sure, because sometimes it's hard to change your own narrative in your head, right? I mean, we all know it. Absolutely. So as leaders in their lives, is that, do we have to be very intentional about it? Is that what we have to do? We do have to be intentional about it, but here's what I'm trying to start. I'm trying to start a dialogue with kids together. Ah, um, I, re- I saw something once, uh, I don't remember, you know, there's so much on social media. Sometimes social media is really great. And it was about a school. And this school had a, um, some kind of movement where they were doing where if they saw a child that was new, you know, and sitting by themselves, somebody in the school would go sit with them. And they just, it was like a movement in the school. And because we just moved a year ago, and I went through that with my own son, uh, who struggled severely with not fitting in and people not being nice because they didn't know him. And so I knew what that was. So my, I really resonated with that story. But a lot of it is because the conversations aren't being had at home or if they are, the kids are like, yeah, mom's talking again. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's so, true. What, yeah. So what I'm hoping that we can do is I would love what I'm trying to do 
to start around here, and I want to continue, is to take the book and do little reading groups with whatever age, whether it's a group of teenage girls, whether it's a, you know, a church group, whether it's a women's group, and take and read each chapter. And then if you, um, when you get the book, you can go on the website, my website, and download the workbook that comes with it, print it off. And so what I'm trying to do is get the conversation started. Ooh, I, I love a good workbook. Can, <laughs> yes. It's just love because it. we need to get these kids talking and sharing how they're feeling about different things. Because then if everybody starts realizing we're all the same, we're all struggling with the same things, then maybe that communication, you know, we can just, it'll start a movement. It'll just start people talking more. That's the goal for me. That's where my heart is. Well, Lisa, we can't thank you enough for being on MomCast. And we know you listen to MomCast, and we appreciate I that. I know. Thank you. We love that. And you're a mom of four, so you've got four big reasons to listen to MomCast. I do. So and I love you guys. I think you guys are awesome, and I really love what you're doing. It's just been amazing. Well, thank, thank you, Lisa. You. So your you're book welcome. is out there now. How can people get a hold of it? Um, well, you can get it wherever books are sold, um, Amazon, or you can go to my website, Lisa Mosier. It's M-O-S-E-R. Dot com and it'll, it's available on there as well, as along with the workbook and um, a lot of different information. We've been talking about wanting to look and feel our best. Both go hand in hand. It's not just how you look. It's not just how you feel. It all is a compilation. And with that, I'll tell you what, Dr. James McMahon with Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, he really knows how to look at the whole person. One of the things that I would love to change up this summer is my lashes. And I know that sounds so simplistic, ladies, but I have the shortest, stubbiest lashes. And I would like good summer hair and good lashes with it. I know someone who can help you with that. You could. It's Dr. McMahon. Man, That's there right. you go. They do Latisse. They do all kinds of work on your skin, microdermabrasion. It's those things that you always think about actually maybe trying and giving yourself some me time that you never actually do. So since we're talking about me time, I highly suggest you check out Dr. James McMahon, J. McMahon, M.D. That's J-M-C-M-A-H-A-N-M-D.com, 614-459-0060. Your consultation is free. Well, summer's here. Whether we like it or not, kids are going to be around us all the time, but also in pools and mm-hmm. lakes and rivers, and you've got to have those swim lessons for kids. There's no if and buts about it. Thank goodness the Y has some of the best teachers and instructors to help those kids really learn what they need to learn to stay safe in the water. So whether it's a swim lesson or a camp or just a place to hang out and <laughs> release some of that energy... Exercising, Amen. yeah. Yes. Please check out the Y. My gosh, Central Ohio has so many different locations, and they're all wonderful. Check them out. Go online. Get a good idea of what all they can offer your family. YMCAColumbus.org. We talk a lot about knowing the difference. Sometimes it's like, where is the line between just being a normal kid and something being really serious? I mean, we've talked about a lot of things that parents need to be aware of and watch out for with their kids. And sometimes we're not aware of that. Right. It's hard to know sometimes. Sometimes it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. There are times when it is very obvious that there's something wrong and it is something that we need to get our child help for. It happens. And there is no reason for you to suffer in silence. There's no reason for you to not know the answer for sure. And there's no reason to get help. So maybe it's something you need to talk to your doctor about. We are so happy to have Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems, part of MomCast.
And they help us out with a lot of those issues and have just really good advice, sound advice um, and answers, which is the biggest thing. Answers and help for our kids. They treat teens age 12 to 17. We think, wow, a 12 year old, does a 12 year old have some issues? Of course they can. It can happen. And we want to make sure that they get the help they need. So Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems, they can help your kids. They can help you as a parent. You can check them out at SequelPomegranateHealthSystems.com. Well, we hope all of you are settling into your summer schedule since that is what has just happened in the course of the last several days. And we hope to see you back here next week for MomCast. 